Hello, Fightful Faithful. It's International Women's Day. So I thought Linda and Sheila would host the show, at least for a while. I don't know. Maybe it'll get old for me as well. I'm sure it'll get old for you. But anyway, it's NXT Roadblock. Sheila, did you enjoy the show? I watched the Roadblock. I thought it had some good things, some surprising things, some not so great things. I thought that most of it felt very medium. But the ending, the main event was fantastic. I haven't felt that excited about the NXT in a very long time. Not since the last time I felt that kind of joy was when I was seeing, what was it, the licorice pizza? That that picture down at the theater. And it was just such a lovely experience. And that was the last time I felt the happiness about something on my television. Yeah. No, it's 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 true. It's true. It was uh, it was an experience, as you said. It was an experience. I, I went to the hairdressers today. That was an experience. I don't normally go so short, Did but they told they told me it looked lister? very modern. It told, they told me it looked very modern. So I said, "What uh, what the hell? Let's give it a whirl." Is it Melissa? Or did you go to the Claire? Oh no 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 no! Uh, I I go to a new. I see. Now here's the thing. I used to go to the Melissa and the Claire. But the last time I went, would you believe this? The nerve. They suggested that I try electrolysis. They said I was getting a little hair on my upper lip. And I said, excuse me. My face has been as soft and as hairless as a baby's patoot since the day I was born. Thank you very much. I do not need what what, waxing of, of what of my chin, I suppose. Never. Never. You know what they call that? That's the upselling. They're trying to charge you for services that you clearly do not need. That's how they get you. That's how they get you. They get you in the chair and you they feel like, well, they're not gonna say no because they're in the chair. And 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 they think, well, if I say no, they might stab me with a pair of scissors, you know. They they get they get you there. You're it's it's hostage negotiation, is what it is. They've got a captive audience. And, you know, the prices are already going up. They raised it $2 over the past 10 years. With it, If you ask me, is robbery. You no. can't just raise it $2. No. And You're now go- they want you to, to get an unnecessary electrolysis? No. C- completely unnecessary. So unnecessary. Anyway, the roadblock was tonight. The um, roadblock I- was tonight. I mean, they they kind of sprung that on us last week, didn't they? I mean, I I didn't know there was going to be a roadblock. And then they were like, surprise, it's a roadblock. I think this is because of the Braun Breaker and making his debut on the Raw. I think they were like, this is the first champ of the new era. And we need to make a thing about his send-off. Um, but it did not feel uh special really in any way outside of that, I wouldn't say. Um no. it was kind of just another episode, if you ask me. I didn't feel like anybody were dealing with the roadblocks, so to speak. As the kids say, it was mid. The kids do say that. My Moni is always saying that. It's mid, which it's I suppose mid. Is- I don't know, short for middle of the road, but then it's a roadblock. So I guess that's where a roadblock would be in the mid mid of the road. Yes. 
So it's maybe that's synergy. It's maybe a synergy. it was intent, it, exactly synergistic or whatever they call it. Anyway, please get in your humper chats. Oh, get in the humper chats. We love the humper chats. We absolutely adore the humper chats. So please go to humperchats.com and send in, you know, a humper chat or two, three, four. And the super chats. You can send in the super chats. You can also do the super chats. Thank you for reminding me. I completely spaced it. It's on that YouTube. It's, it's on, on that, the YouTube. Yeah, you can the YouTube. go down to the bottom of the chat and there's a little dollar bill sign. You click on that and then whoop-de-doo, there, there's your super chat. And then we'll read them. We'll read them out on the air like we're going to read this. Um, uh, uh, <clears throat> uh, 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 Josh Weaver says uh, NXT uh, middle of the roadblock. And uh, Fear and Loathing and NYC says happy Tuesday, Team Kalex. You are both as over as AFI has been the last couple of days. Let the good times roll and have a great show. I love the AFI. I the like up- the AFI, but you know who I love is I do. I love that CM Punk. I love well, that CM Punk. See, I was very confused because I did not realize that that uh, that CM Punk had, had moved into directing films because I know the AFI is the American Film Institute. And they, oh, they no. do some fantastic preservation of old cinema that I love to watch. They're also one of those rock bands, though. Not like... When you would go down to the sock hop rock type thing. No, no, no. This is a much louder, a lot of electric guitars with the AFI. It's a band. I don't know if they're named after the American Film Institute. Okay. Um, But I well, think it's, that's it's what they were talking about. Yes. Uh, Chris Mueller said, had a really crap day hoping Linda and Sheila can provide some laughs. That's what we're here for, dearie. We're here to put smiles on faces. Just like the WWE says that they do and they lie. You know what? I don't want to pat myself on the back too hard because last time I did, I pulled I pulled several muscles. Oh, but I hate when that happens. Oh, it's just the worst. But I would say that we are more stupendous than even WWE. Yes. Yes. Uh, well, anything's more stupendous than that. Anything would be more stupendous than that. But now... There was a few things that they had, they had announced as being part of the festivities of the mid of the roadblock. And uh, and uh, they did not say, but I suppose we should have assumed that uh, the, the, the next two matches in the Lady Dusty were going to be tonight. And we uh, started out with Lady one of them. I mean, uh, they used to call you the Lady Dusty back in the day. I was Dusty's lady, you know. You were. For about three and a half weeks. It was a whirlwind romance. Uh, but no, the Jade and Jade and Raquel, who I think a lot of people thought were the shoe-ins to win the whole thing. I mean, they did so much work with them going out and walking through the trees like a couple of monkeys or whatnot. And they did they 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 shot the whole thing on location, must have cost them a pretty penny. And they did all that work to try and show us that they're really good friends and they're gonna be together forever. Uh, and so then they were up against uh the Kaichu, uh the Wendy Chu and the Dakota Kai. Uh, who, um, you know, I mean, let, let, let's just say they're, they're a very interesting couple. I mean, they, they've both got some issues. One of them appears to be a narcoleptic and the other one's a schizophrenic. You know, like that, it's perhaps, you know, they, they're talking to people who may or may not be there. Maybe she's communicating with ghosts. We don't know. But the match I thought was very good, if oddly booked for a face versus face battle. Mm. 
Maybe she is talking to the ghosts. Maybe she is like that Long Island medium. Do you think she's like that Long Island medium from the TLC? Mm, the Long Island medium. She is a phony. She is a fake no. and a Yes, she is. No, she doesn't she is talk to not. ghosts. She does this thing where she she does research about the people who are coming to see her. She Googles them. And then, she, and then she finds out who died in their lives. And she said, oh, you know, I, I happened to see here on my phone that somebody in the obituaries was your father. Are you hearing any voices from your father? Oh, my God. Yes, I am. It's, it's, all, it's all a fake. Anyway. You are such a skeptic. Next thing you know, you're going to tell me that the NXT isn't even real. It's it's really horny. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that much. The whole two point divas. Two point divas. Now let's get to the match. We got up. We got a hard and fast out here in two hours. We do. And I think that we probably run afoul of a lot of people here who don't want to see Linda and Sheila. Just want to see an actual review of the show. The why I could not know. There were some people asking who Linda was. Um. And well, we, Linda is me. I don't. I don't know what to say. But I don't know what what people are really asking. I don't feel the need to explain ourselves. It's an alter ego that has appeared on many shows, just not with the full hairdo. That's all. It's that's new, in honor of International Women's Day. If you subscribe to Fightful Select right now, you can see the documentary "Becoming Linda." <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that that would be a feat. That would be a feat. But you should subscribe to Fightful Select Darn It for just $5 a month and catch all the latest breaking news, including your Cody Rhodes update earlier today. Yes. As much of an update as we can get right now. But anyway, this opening match, I don't know how the Linda, or the Linda, I know everything about the Linda. I don't know how the Wendy Chu wrestles in her slippers so well. I don't. I don't know. It blows my mind when she goes onto the ropes. No, I mean, I, I so, sometimes I'll get like a slipper like caught on the carpet and I'll almost just tumble. I'll almost take a tumble right down to the floor. So no. I have no idea how you would how you would jump and do leapfrogs and all those kind of things with slippers on. And think about that. You're in your slippers 70% of your life. No, I, um, no, but I vote Alex leaves the wig on the whole time. <laughs> it's on. It's on. I'm not. I'm not taking it off. It's on. <laughs> so anyway, um, no, um, I, listen, um, uh, this was fine. We had the 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 toxic attraction was up in the um up in the booth, the toxic lounge. You know the the teen the teen dance the club. Teen club, yeah, yeah. Um, where where the underage girls get uh, get all their drinks, um, and uh, they they came down midway through the match and attacked uh, Raquel Gonzalez's knee, Nancy Kerrigan style, with a literal lead pipe. Like you could tell that Hazel had fittings on it, like they had ripped it out of the boiler room. Like there was rust on it and everything. It was a very good prop. Um, but they attacked uh, Raquel. And uh, Raquel was like t- tended to in the break. And um, and then uh, 
<laughs> um, no, I could do it. I could keep going. And uh, she finally is able to pull herself up onto the apron. And Cora Jade, who's been being worked over, uh, tags her in. And then Cora Jade is just done. Like she's she falls off the apron. She's not allowed to be to like you tagged out to your partner who you know has like a broken kneecap. I would think like be around just in case you need to break up a pinfall. <laughs> um, but uh, but <laughs> Raquel gets in, fights violent uh, violently, valiantly until uh, Dakota Kai um, is about to do her runny kick into the corner thing, and then I I don't know if she like saw the ghost of her friendship with Raquel Gonzalez because she goes, ah, ah, and then she has to like get up the courage to try again. But because she's given Raquel so much time, Raquel just grabs her up and is going to chingo in a bomber. But the knee gives out. So she drops and uh, then they double team her, hit a splash and a double stomp and pill, pin Raquel Gonzalez and Kaichu is going to the finals. Um, the the thing about this that is wonky to me is that this this are this is a face versus face tag tag matchup, and to have the the uber heels pick one baby face team to attack, and the other team gets all the advantage, like we don't get to be like, no, I really wanted this team to win. We're like, well, I mean, I guess I guess you would take advantage if, I mean, they didn't attack her. And nobody's calling the match, so I guess we'll we'll try and pin her. But it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like Dakota and Wendy Chu earned it, and yet we're supposed to like them. So it's always it always feels weird when this kind of stuff happens in a face versus face match to me. It's a little wonky, especially because we don't really have a reason to think that Toxic Attraction hates Raquel and. Cora that much like I know there's history with Mandy but like out of all of the players that are in the match Dakota and Raquel have the most extensive visceral history so it kind of felt like they were interfering for a lesser story in a way and I just feel like if we had gotten more of a justification and I know they've like talked about it but there's nothing that I personally have felt like like there hasn't been meat on the bone between like like Mandy doesn't hate Raquel, you know no. what I mean? And neither do her minions. Um, so I felt like the, the match was good. The booking was confusing. Um, but part of that, like you said, is, is just like the bracketology here, <laughs> like having a face on face yeah. match. So I didn't hate it, but I, I definitely hear your complaint about it. Cause it doesn't make a ton of sense. It just, it just and felt it, odd. I was like, Oh, all right. Yeah, it's just like it's it's not we've seen far more logical booking and yeah. uh but this still wasn't necessarily logical booking. Like this could have been stronger for sure. Yeah, I also felt like it not only telegraphed the finish of the next women's match, yeah, but also the entire tournament. Because if Cora and Raquel got to the finals against Kaylee Ray and Io Shirai, then I would think that Toxic Attraction wouldn't want either team to win because they're afraid of both teams. And that would be an interesting thing of, do they attack both? Do they pick one that they like the worst or whatever? And you could convince me either Cora and Raquel or EO and Kaylee Ray were going to win that match. But there's no way that Kaylee Ray and Neo Shirai aren't beating Wendy Chu and Dakota Kai. 
So now we know what the what the finals are, and I'd rather not have them do that if it's at all possible. I also felt like why, and this is I know this is like extra nitpicky, but like why interfere in a semifinal of a tournament? Like I unless I I don't know. I don't feel like Raquel and Cora have been that unstoppable because there's been so much stuff around coexistence that you'd want to keep them from getting to the finals when the other side of the finals I, actually of either one of those teams are going to be really good. And my chief complaint about the finals picture is that it's two non-tag teams, right? It's two teams that were just thrown together for this Dusty Cup. So it's like, it's it's not tag team wrestling. They, I'm not saying they're bad tag team wrestlers, but I'm no. saying they're not tag teams. So right. it's just a little... Yeah. And they even bring this up in the later Dusty Women's Dusty match. The yeah. only tag team left in the finals, and that's in the tournament, is Casey and Caden. And like, you guys probably shouldn't be bringing that up when they're you know? gonna lose because yeah. they're gonna <laughs> you're gonna book them to lose. And yeah, so uh, <laughs> don't Sorry. worry. I'll- I'll I'll be back occasionally to do something. I don't know. Did you catch the second half of his name? The HHH. The HHH. Um so uh yeah, I mean it's fine. Honestly, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's by far like not the most egregious thing we've seen, but it could be stronger, and that's yeah. worth pointing out. Uh Alan Marks says, ladies, you are both looking exceptionally charming tonight, especially Miss Linda. Why why thank you, Alan? I don't know. I might be in the market for a husband number nine. Hey. Oh, um, you're like the king with all of the beheaded wives. Yes, just like him. He also did not need electrolysis. Um, uh, the batted to one Jam Beard says Dakota Kai, the ghost, the ghost whisperer 2.0. Um, and the nerd guru says they should abolish the NXT women's tag titles and the winner of the Lady Dusty should be added to the Mania women's tag match. Madden, EO, and KLR in it. Uh, I mean, sure. Call up EO, KLR, and all of Toxic Attraction. Leave the women's tag titles in NXT in the dust because they don't need them. They don't book for them. And they don't book call them, them all the up. And, roster, though. I know, but I'm saying, like, call up EO and Kaylee Ray. They can be a tag team or singles. Call up toxic attraction they could like free bird the titles if they ever win them and you could actually add to that tag division on the main roster because it's uh and also call up casey and caden because they've been a tag team in nxt forever and you know what like bring them up so, somebody's take pinfall losses in the tag division up up on the main roster do that if eo goes up i want her teaming with oscar that's true like play and i want stuff. kaylee ray to start to to start swinging her aluminum bat at people's faces up on the main roster so yeah um we uh we got um it is it is hold on <laughs> it is very dangerous out in the parking lot of the NXT 2.0 because i mean i don't know if you saw but those walking loaves of white bread uh the caucasians of pain white aop Lumbering sacks of flour, the Creed brothers, they're lying in a heap in the wet parking lot. Apparently it's raining out there. And there, there's just there's things, there's a there's a, a lead pipe and a crowbar. Apparently they were attacked. We don't know by whom. This is what they call it a running storyline through the entire night. It's a who done it. Everybody's a suspect. 
if anyone could have done it. Now, originally I thought, well, obviously it's Imperium, but you never know. It could be anybody. Now, well, they did one of these uh, with the Who Shot JR on the, on the show, The Dallas. That was a very, very interesting one. That was a cliffhanger. We had to wait all summer to find out who shot JR. But here, I mean, we, we, I guess we don't know still, but, but it's uh, possible it could be anybody. This brought me back to game nights when me and you and husband number four would play Clue because it was just like a whodunit. We'd have the wine. We'd have our Clue. We would play Taboo. The only problem is that husband number four was Clueless. Oh, husbands one, three, four, six, and seven in particular. All Clueless. All of them. As if. Here's the thing. This is not the type of heel that Imperium is. So I, if it is going to be them, that just feels wildly off base for that. Um, which I don't like because they're not like this. They don't feel like sneaky, conniving, whatever. Like they just feel more like technically sound really really good happen to be bad guys like <laughs> they don't feel like this type of heel so i, I don't love that yeah. um if, if it is them but again not the worst nxt man all of their properties hmm. dangerous dangerous parking lots no restraining orders there for the creed brothers and nobody ever sees who attacks them man like you got to be looking out at some point i mean these are also all your co-workers right like couldn't you just like like even if they're wearing like ski masks? Couldn't you like tell by approximate body types? Yeah, you, you work see with them these guys the every day. You, you, you know, work with them in the ring. You know what these guys? You know what these guys look like. You know who would help such a thing? Exactly. You know who would come and slap two brother figures right across the face if they weren't getting along? <sighs> William Regal, who is now. W, they, he, they could really use him, couldn't they? Um, uh, 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 Brent Lockman says, uh, uh, Hail Kalex feels like at this point we need an unsolved mystery style documentary about the dangers of the NXT parking lot. It is true. Um, there are a lot of, uh, there's, there are still some very unsolved mysteries. I can't um, tell you how many other places I would park and just, or I would just take an Uber to work. I would, you couldn't pay me to park in the NXT parking lot. Kidnappings, street fights, cars getting broken into. I would even take the city bus and I never take the bus. But I would do that to avoid whatever's going on in that parking lot. I would, except that they raised the price again. It used to be $1.75 and now they it's $2.25. always raised the price. What is that? And what am I, walking around with an endless supply of quarters? Who can, af who can afford $2.25 to get on the bus? And it's not even That's that. That's why it's, I stopped. It's the expectation. I expect to pay $1.75. So yeah, I just I don't think uh, Imperium are those kinds of heels, and and they no. definitely need. Uh... Which is why it's not them. Which is why it's not them. Which is why it's MSK, and and we'll 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 find that out next week. Um, I did appreciate later in the episode that they acknowledged how dangerous the parking lot was. That actually true. made me laugh out loud. <laughs> uh, Alan Marks uh, says uh, Colonel Mustard in the library with the, with the candlestick. <laughs> Ooh. I always, it was always Miss Scarlet, that sneaky son of a bitch. Yeah. 
Um, With yeah. a lead pipe, if, you know, toxic attractions around. Mandy's basically Miss Scarlet with a red pipe. Maybe it, it was basically Mandy. is. Yeah. We're just assuming it was dudes. Yeah, you could have been. Don't know, no. I mean, like, yeah, who knows? Um, uh, so <laughs> we got Tiffany Stratton versus Tesha Price, and as Tiffany Stratton's walking backstage, Saray in full schoolgirl peeks dramatically around a corner to, to watch her walk toward the ring. Um, and Tiffany Stratton versus Tesha Price, uh, Fallon Henley, I guess is her name in, in NXT. Um, yeah, she's not overwhelmingly Irish, which is interesting. Normally, you have to be very stereotypical. So. Yes. If your name is Fallon Henley, you must talk like this. Yeah. Um, kind of refreshing, to be honest. Yes. <laughs> Come to the Irish Spring. Me name is I, Fallon Henry. I mean, um, she was a bartender. Maybe she just can't do the accent. It's true. Uh, anyway, she um, she is able to win the match versus Tiffany Stratton. Um, when, uh, when all of, all of Saray's magical fog starts pouring out from Gorilla, uh, and, and Tiffany Stratton looks at this and then, then baby face, magical baby face Saray runs up from behind her through the crowd, kicks her in the back and runs away so that, uh, so that Fallon Hanley can get a shining wizard victory. And I was like, like I'm, I mean, I under, I understand. Like Tiffany Stratton beat the hell out of her last week for no reason, but like I don't mind like a baby face who's savvy and understands street smarts or whatever. But Saray is like this magical anime character. Wouldn't she just wait until somebody booked a match for her and then beat her using the power of goodness? Like I don't understand what this is. Yeah, my notes for this just say. <laughs> Faces take cheap shots now? Oh, okay, neat. Um, it, yeah, I don't... Faces that are conniving rarely work. Yeah. Um, and... I don't know. Tiffany Stratton, I got nothing for right now. <laughs> like, I just... Well, I, she doesn't the... look like her character at all. She looks like an American gladiator. Like I yes. don't, I don't get it. Yeah. The, the the other thing about it is that um after the after she lost, she's they, Vic Joseph says, "Oh, Daddy and Tiffany Stratton won't like that." Like, who's who? Are, who are you bringing in to play Daddy? Because that that's dangerous. Like, I, <gasps> it's gonna be Vince and Austin Theory's her brother. I don't know. I mean, we, we, we honestly, the thing I'm worried about is we're going to get an on screen Bruce Pritchard character. No, but, why would you say that out loud? Well, it's better than what Drew Nicholas is suggesting. <laughs> They're going to do a cruel intentions gimmick. This, this, this show is so damn horny. Everyone's pawing each other, heavy petting in the locker room. Everyone's got their tongues stuck down each other's throats. I mean, it would be par for the course. Yes, stepbrother, stepsister, all over the place, of course. I don't appreciate how lewd the show is. Yeah. Um, and anyway, after Fallon Henley wins, uh, Double Vest and the Beach come out and hoist her up on their shoulders. And <laughs> Double Vest, like, reaches up and pats her really hard on the stomach. And she's like, ow. <laughs> it was just the weirdest thing. I don't understand what that was. 
And there's a segment later backstage. I think that was supposed to be like, they don't know how to be around girls. Like, I, oh, the, the, too strong. The way it looked like was he was just like, hey, I'm improvising. I'm the cool dude. Like, he knows how to be around girls. But Beach yeah, doesn't. Uh, but anyway, they're like, let's celebrate your first ever victory. Um, and they're like, well, um, uh, hey, who do you who do you think attacked the Creed brothers? And then they see uh, Legato behind them. Legato del Fantasma, all, all of them. Like, I'll bet it was them. And so they have an argument about it. And uh, and then the, the beach is like, hey, you, I've seen you around, Electra Lopez. I know what you've been up to. And she says, don't don't point fingers at me just because you can't get laid, is what she says. And he says, hey, I am trying. <laughs> and honestly, he's the dumbest son of a bitch in the world. But some of the stuff that he says... Is 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 genuinely funny in a oh my god you're the dumbest son of a bitch in the world way. Yes, your impression of it made me laugh harder than when I was watching it. <laughs> so, I mean, I have comedic timing and good line delivery. He that does. is very very true. I mean, not to toot my own horn, but toot toot. <laughs> um, <laughs> Josh Weaver says Tiffany Stratton, daughter of brother love. Oh, perfect. Yeah, We're, perfect. Yeah, chat at us about uh, who you think Tiffany Stratton's dad is. Send in your super chats and your yeah. humper chats about who you think Tiffany Stratton's dad is. Uh, so anyway, Fallon Henley's like, hey, you guys didn't attack them, did you? No, of course not. We're the good guys. Um, And anyway, so we're, we're going to get uh, uh, Legato versus Double Vest in the Beach at some point. So that'll be interesting. You know what, Alex? Yeah. With NXT 2.0, divas being so horny. Mm -hmm. Not everybody has such luck as these young kids to get it mm -hmm. up all the time. I right, gotta, right. you know. So, yeah. There is something on the market yeah. that is able to help you. Right. And if you were watching Sunday night, you know mm -hmm. I ran the wrong ad. Yes, you did. <laughs> Tonight, I double checked, guys. Yeah. And we're going to talk about this alternative in case you your workplace isn't full of horny yeah. people. Right. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time, but the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. 
It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Your penis is soft. Let me help. Not like that. BlueChew.com. Code Fightful. BlueChew brings you the first chewable with the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but it's ready when you are or when you're not. It's not about having a problem. It's about having that performance, that excellent performance, that confidence. Fill out their online questionnaire. You work with an online physician. You won't have to wait in line at the pharmacy or the doctor's office. It's shipped discreetly and directly to you, and you get that first shipment free when you use that code Fightful at checkout. You want to be confident, don't you? You want that pay-per-view, that main event performance? Don't let yourself or somebody else down. Use BlueChew.com and the code Fightful. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Drew said he legitimately pops every time he hears your penis is soft from Sean. Now, look, if you need to pop and you can't, just like Drew Nicholas, what you can do is you can go to bluechew.com and use the code FIFA. In case Dan, your pheromones at your workplace aren't just running crazy. Dan Janoff says, and if you're on the NXT roster and need to be ready at a moment's notice, bluechew.com code FIFA. <laughs> um, I love so much. That like, just people in the chat are yep. like, we've got we're weighing in on the segues for Fightful. That's what we call brand loyalty, guys, and we appreciate it. Mark Losber sends in, says, uh, <laughs> Mark Losber says, missed the early part of the show. Alex's hair is surprising, but not that surprising. <laughs> no, 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 nothing I knew should be that surprising. Shocking, yes, but not surprising. Um, yeah, uh, so yeah, it was, there was a, there was a lot of 2.0 divas, uh, tonight. Um, there was, cause you know what? You might get roadblocked, but you're not getting road cocked. <laughs> um, the, Sean the, is so jealous right now yeah. that he didn't think of that. That's good. The better to one Jim Beard says, remember Vince, uh, wanted to run an angle with Steph an incest angle with him and his own daughter. So Stratton and a step row wouldn't be that much of a reach for them. Remember Katie and Paul Burchill? That was a, that was a, that was a weird family uh, love angle. Wasn't that? Uh, yeah. They, 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 Vince likes that stuff. Uh, uh, JW Pringle is wrong and says that Josh Weaver's idea for, uh, for brother love 
to be the father would be a great idea. It's a genius idea. No, that's incorrect. But thank you, W. Pringle, for the super chat. People get frustrated when I say things like, as someone who started watching in 2009, keep in mind, when I say things like, if you go back and watch the Attitude Era, it doesn't really hold up in today's Mm -hmm. time. People get mad because they have an emotional attachment to that era. Go back and watch some of that shit. (laughs) It's creepy. Everyone remembers, everyone remembers like the top angles with, with The Rock and Stone Cold and Mankind and Triple H and Undertakers, but that, that's the undercard was was problematic. Yeah, and um, sometimes so was the main card, like Triple yeah. H and the drive-through with stuff. Not great. Yeah. So uh we got a another barbershop scene with Carmela. Car- Carmela. Carmel. That's a very different person. She's the one with the Corey Graves on that. Awful reality show that we reviewed for Fightful Select. We did on Saturday. We did. Um, uh, but Carmelo Hayes is in there with Trick Williams and all of their um friends, uh, and they're just talking about you know. And I, I honestly, I think the segment's fine, but there's nothing really to say about it. It just feels like they're yeah. being natural, regular people, which is good. More of that, please. Um, but what he says, he's going to defend his North American Championship. At standard deliver, uh, in a five-person ladder match, so he's going to defend it against four other people, and they are going to run qualifying matches, which is something that they never do for these things. They just pick people to be in it. I prefer qualifying matches. However, it does feel like you're like, hey, what was that thing the AEW ran for their big pay per view? <laughs> Did they do qualifying matches? We should probably do that too. Yeah. Uh, it, uh, maybe it's not like that at all, but it just feels like that to me. Uh, and, and added thing, the first qualifying match that they have put out there is Cameron Grimes versus Santos Escobar, which is going to be a great match, but both of those men should be in the actual That's takeover match. Like, I don't want either of them to not be in that ladder match. Both of them should be in the ladder match. Can't you have Cameron Grimes beat, I don't know, somebody I don't care for? And the same for Santos Escobar. And then they could be in the ladder match together with Carmelo Hayes because that sounds like a lot of fun to me. The only thing I'll say about that is I would be very interested in also seeing either of them versus Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. I think we're lining up for Ciampa and Ziggler, but I would be very, very interested, especially in Legato versus Ziggler, to see what that looked like. So if that's the trajectory they're going in that I wouldn't mind, but you're right. They both should be. Um, I like tournaments. You guys know that I like rules. I like mm-hmm. things that make sense. I like things that make it feel like a sport. So um, I am all for the qualifying matches. And I think a ladder match is a good and exciting thing to do. I just hate that they're doing it at like nine 30 in the morning because that's just like such a, I feel like the vibe in there is going to be like when they tape AEW Rampage after you've already sat through like four and a half hours of wrestling, but it's going to be on the earlier end. Like you shouldn't be like, I need coffee and my wrestling. Like that's not smart. People in there hung over as hell, stumbling (laughs) into line with like an egg McMuffin, just trying to figure out a way that they're not drunk while watching the show. Um, Yeah, that's, that's going to be interesting. I'm also confused by it. Is that so that they can do 
Hall of Fame the night before and not run it against their own product, well, essentially? SmackDown is the night before. A live SmackDown plus, oh, God, plus Hall right, of Fame. Okay. So if you're doing two nights, the only thing they would they could do is they could like they, last year. Last year they did it um, the following week, I believe. They didn't do it on the yeah, same. Yeah, just do week. that. But but they want to do it as part of the thing. It's the first time they're taking NXT back on the road since the pandemic. They want to make it a big deal, but you can't make it a big deal if you're running it at 9 a.m. Pacific time. Yeah, that's not good. Um. So, uh, um, we, we got, we got lashing out with last legend, special guest, Nikita Lyons. And, and, uh, what did you think of this, Kate? <laughs> it's so stupid. Thank you. First of all, before we get on, into on, anything. On, on International Women's Day, I didn't want to be too cruel to these women. I'll do it. Okay, so. Good. Um, first of all, I said this last week, I don't understand the production schedule of, of lashing out. They tape like three weeks. Oh yeah. We'll just get Linda back in here to talk about this. Um, they tape like three weeks every three months in their defense. They might've been on a weekly schedule, but their producer got kidnapped, uh, in an unfortunate series of events. Also, Lash Legend is a terrible host. She's very mean to her guests. She's threatening them. Um, she basically insinuated that her mother is a... She straight up one. called Nikita Lyons' mother a whore. She called her a whore. And where I am where I come from, that is not the kind of behavior you exhibit when you invite somebody on your talk show. Sally Jesse Raphael would never. No. She would never. This was like, you, are you know, the Dr. Phil? Yes. Who's PhD, I question. Yes. I'll say that. Not it's really a like doctor, I'm assuming. But. When you have two people on that show and they're fighting, but one of them is the host. In this case, it makes no sense. I don't like it. I'm pulling this up right now because I had this actual thought between two friends with Lash Legend. I was like, the only talk show host that I know that's an absolute jerk to their guests is Zach Alphanakis on Between Two yes. Ferns. And it's the funniest thing ever. Um, I don't understand. Why we got? Why do we got to go through with a a talk show, man? If you have a problem with Nikita Lyons, just call her out. You were just in a tag team tournament. Why you got to call her mama whore? Like just fight her, just, just or say that in the ring. Why you got to do it on a talk show? That's weird. I don't like wrestling talk shows literally ever. And then, apparently, apparently, from what I could gather from the tweeter, um, uh. It's even worse that she called out Nikita Lyons for having butt implants. And I was like, well, that would explain it. But Nikita Lyons, is, she swears that she's all natural. I'm like, well, I mean, I don't know if I, I don't know if I buy is, that. But Is Lash Legend all natural? And I, why are we body shaming each other? I, um, I honestly don't know. But... So stupid. Like, just, no. I, I'm a unique individual in that i don't like wrestling talk shows but i love wrestling weddings like so much every single bad stupid one well, nobody... every single fake every single wedding that's gotten broken i love them i love them i only enjoy the episodes of talk shows 
where uh, uh, some somebody gets attacked and they they break up a tag team by one man getting kicked through a barbershop window, something that, like that. That is just, very just, just having somebody on to talk. We'll talk. No big whoop. I mean, that's not really a thing. Like obviously, I don't like that kind of thing. But I I, I like I like something that has the actual storyline progression behind it. I suppose these women are now going to fight each other and like. Hooray, but I don't understand why we had to do the talk show segment to get there. LEC saying on International Women's Day. Oh no, we we've we've lost <laughs> we've lost we've lost Kate. She's back. Hold on, she's back. I don't know what happened. I, I hate can't... that segment so much it broke my computer. You you just said I'm out. I'm out. I don't want any more. I'm leaving. Oh no! You know what that was kind of like is a magic trick. And you know the magic trick. You disappeared and then you reappeared. You know what seems like magic? A protein-packed breakfast that is cleverly disguised in the taste of cereal. Surely such a thing does not exist. Well, it actually does. <gasps> and it's called Magic Spoon, and Sean Ross Sapp is here to tell you all about it. Cameo. What's up, you guys? It's Sean Ross Sapp. I'm not here physically on the show right now, but I still wanted to tell you about how I'm starting my day no matter where I am with delicious Magic Spoon cereal. Zero grams of sugar, 13, 14 grams of protein, only four net grams of carbs in each serving, only 140 calories per serving. Keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb. It is the ultimate breakfast food. It's the ultimate snack food, and it's the ultimate food for me to take while I'm traveling quick, easy, all the flavors you love. Peanut butter, blueberry, cinnamon, cookies and cream, maple waffle, cocoa, fruity, frosted, all over the place. That cookies and cream and maple waffle are back permanently and if you go to magicspoon.com slash fightful grab a custom bundle of cereal try it today use our promo code fightful at checkout to save five dollars off your order if you don't like it they are so confident in their product it comes with a 100 percent happiness guarantee they'll refund your money no questions asked if you don't like it but you will it's perfect before after workouts as a snack and my favorite thing about it is you get filled up with one serving. It's not running back and forth to the cupboard to get more, racking up those carbs, racking up those calories. Magicspoon.com slash Fightful. Use that code Fightful. There you go. There you go. Use the code Fightful. We love um, the Magic Spoon. Yes. Uh, but yeah, so so Lash, Lash Legend said, so I heard your mom was a groupie. Was she just following your dad around the country or was she everybody's groupie? And then Nikki DeLine says, my mother was a free spirit, which is like, the answer then is B. So fine. <laughs> it's okay. Um, yeah, it was a ridiculous segment, uh, especially on International Women's Day, as we've seen. Mark Losper says, WWE's dedication to women on International Women's Day is as hollow as their dedication to the black community during Black History Month. Pathetic. And I can't then, wait to see what happens for like Asian Awareness Month. Yay. Uh, uh, Mark Losper then also says, really excellent to see Vic Joseph solemnly talking about WWE's dedication to women on International Women's Day while cutting to Mandy Rose in the Toxic Lounge. 
<laughs> I can't handle the socks lounge, by the way. Like every time I'm like, why is there just a lounge at ringside? Yeah. Um you know what? When I just want like a, a sick drink and to go out with the girls and to dance, I'm like, yeah. put it next to a wrestling ring. Yeah. No. Um <laughs> Kate's Kate versus Wi-Fi. Justin actually... says the bears attacked Kate's Wi-Fi. But <laughs> I actually what happened they've was come back for revenge. Now look how look at my face though. I get to have makeup on. You would never looks, know. You would never know. Such good medical care, just, Iris. Just you. like with me and a, a little concealer on the upper lip, you cannot tell. Are Electrolysis, you, my god. Out of town. Out of town with that. <clears throat> what happened was I accidentally clicked. You can make it. Yeah, I know. Do a, a back thing when you pull up a super or when I you know. pull a chat up. And I yeah. was like, peace. I, I, I was like, I, I have almost taken myself out of a one person <laughs> stream before. I was like, oh shit, that would have been bad. You know what? I, know, though, what I, I, I think I pulled up Ali Cease's chat and she is actually training to be a wrestler. And Ooh. she might have, that might have been her finisher. That was might, like, all she had it. to do that was come in it. with like a fire chat and it ended me. So that might have been it. Um, <laughs> You know what's not it for me? What's not this, it, Alex slash Linda, whoever you choose to be? This Grayson Waller deal. When he took out um, Johnny Gargano, I was like, well, I guess that's it. They've picked out who their top heel is. They're going to push this guy to the moon. And then they were like, we're going to have him start a, fe a feud with AJ Styles. And I was like, all right, I don't think this kid is ready for it, but they're going to put him over AJ Styles. This is going to be a big deal. And he just fucking lost <laughs> it is just lost and then they were like fucking loser it turns out yeah turns out <laughs> big old loser and then he he gets interested with a feud with uh larry knight and larry knight beats his ass all over the ring several weeks in a row so i'm gonna get a restraining order on him and hire this big guy as my bodyguard what makes him look weak and ineffectual and not like a top heel in my eyes um and and then they, they do this last man standing match. And of course, he is literally saved by his big uh, bodyguard guy on several occasions uh, where he was knocked off of like the, like the, like a, the top of the risers off the back and was caught ostensibly and brought back to the ring. Uh, and then uh, he fished a, a, a blackjack. They used to call it a sap. A, a loaded metal thing inside a leather pouch. A Sean Ross hit. one? Yeah. Um, and he hit uh, Larry Knight with that and um, and hit his giant uh, elbow off the top rope, which looked very, very impressive. Um, and then the only reason he was able to actually get on his feet for the end of the last man standing match is he crawled up the back of his bodyguard who was handcuffed to the ring post. And he, he was able to get to his tippy toes wasn't really even standing up um, by nine and a half. And so he won. And um, I mean, great, I guess. But is the feud over or is it continuing? Um, that seems like a feud ending thing. Is Larry Knight getting called up? If he, does, if he is, that's fine. He's great. He should be on the main roster. Should never even come to NXT. Should have gone to the main roster when he signed. But Grayson Waller still doesn't feel special. He doesn't, he felt like, when he attacked J uh, Johnny Gargano 
whether I liked it or not, he felt like he was inevitable of being the guy who was going to eventually dethrone Braun Breaker. Now he feels like just another dude. And people are like, but listen, listen how, how he's getting booed. And like, you know, uh, people hate him. Like, there's a difference. MJF is a very hateable heel. But every time he has a feud, I can't wait to see the next guy who he gets into a feud with, who I will then want to see kick MJF's ass. I want to see Grayson Waller get his ass kicked and then disappear from my television forever. Like, that's a different thing. Like, that, uh, one time only. You get your ass whipped and, and you get your comeuppance and I never want to see you again. That's not a good heel. That's just a guy who I want to see get his ass kicked. So... I, in an effort to check myself, because I always want to be honest with my wrestling opinions, right? I was like, why when MJF, because that's immediately who came to my mind too. I was like, how come when Wardlow has been interfering on his behalf, it hasn't bothered me? Um, and how come with Sangha yeah. it has? And to me, the difference is, one, I don't think Sangha is very good. Two, I think he's interfering too much and three, as much as MJF has needed Wardlow to win in matches, it's very apparent <laughs> to the yeah. viewer he doesn't need Wardlow, um, like it, like in real life. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like MJF could be a standalone heel and great M at this. MJF chooses to win by cheating because it makes him feel that much better that he that he you know took a shortcut to beat you because it's it, like i i choose to screw you over because it because you know because screw you as opposed to grayson waller who could not possibly get a victory if it was not for this guy and it's smart he's smart when he has people interfere right. and when he cheats whereas grayson waller it feels like he doesn't have any control over the landscape and he isn't developmental like maybe that's sure. something he's supposed to be learning but right now the picture is just so incomplete for me because they pushed him way too fast. I should like the Gargano stuff was one choice. Having him fight AJ Styles at all was another choice. Giving him Sangha was another choice. And the fact that Sangha just to me, from what I've seen, is just not there. Um, and neither is Grayson Waller. That that's just not working. It's not, it's not working for me. I, I do give it a little more patience and time because it's supposed to be a developmental program. So maybe things will mature and progress. Um, but for right now, this didn't work. And uh... Grayson Waller has the kind of heat you would have 40 years ago, where you would bring a guy in to work the territory for two months. And everybody, you would get everybody to hate him. And then the top baby face would beat him. And then he'd take his money and go somewhere else. That's what that's what they used to do when they had the territories. You would bring a guy in to work the territory as the heel. He'd make up the whole local crowd hate him, and eventually he'd get beat, and then he'd leave. Like he wasn't just around. Now moving on to another guy to face. Like that's just not how it used to work. And this is what this guy does. I think he would have been a natural in that time because everyone sure. wanted him to get the hell out. And he's very good at getting that reaction. But he's but I honestly do not want to see him face anybody else. I just want to see him get his ass beat and then go away. Well, so that's the other part of this is it's been such a, um, 
I, the other thing that I was trying to gnaw on was like, if you put anybody here, is this compelling because of what they've done? Halloween Havoc host is not something great to fight over. Taking no. a detour with AJ Styles over nothing when you're that far behind, not great. Um, and a restraining order is really, really stupid. So right. I, I think it's it's all of these factors. I don't think Sango's wrestling like is is ready. I don't think Grayson Waller is ready, and the story has not been great. So mm. um, there's no one part of that whole recipe has to work for it to work. And as far as the LA night stuff goes, I, I completely agree with you. He should be called up to the main roster. He should never should have he been was in NXT. Hugely like. over in this match. Like yes. he's, he is a baby face to this crowd. They love him. They were chanting yes along with everything. Like there was, there, there were, when, when it was him standing up and Grayson Waller on the floor and the ref was counting one, two, three, four, after every count was like, one, yeah. The crowd would like do yeahs after every count. Like he's super over. Uh, I don't. I don't know what else he wanted. What? what, he, what there's not. I don't know what he's doing here. He could do. He could be so valuable in in the mid card picture up up on the main roster. So I I do yeah. hope that they call him up. Um, Mark Losper says the difference is that MJF is a compelling character with or without interference. Grayson Waller is as compelling as chewing gum stuck to my shoe. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, I, uh, whatever. Uh, and we got, here we got another guy who's, uh, who's, uh, uh, to me has go away heat for another reason, uh, because the character is just so stupid and dumb, but apparently they're trying to book him as a baby face, even though he's mean. Andre Chase has an actual university. Like, it's not like, Hey, you know, I rented this room at the local community college. Like it's, they show establishing shots of an outdoor co like courtyard with all those all the students passing through it on their way to class and and uh he's they 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 i i don't they cheer for him in the matches but in these segments he's he calls one of his students a dumb motherfucker <laughs> i mean they bleep it but that's what he says and it's it's a weird thing to do to me i don't know why i don't know why you do this it's like whiplash. Um, it's tough because I want to. I, 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 I see some of this stuff on, on my timeline that people like the vignettes. Like, I they're more not power, more power to her. Like, you, your violent, your mileage may vary. I think they're dreck. Like, I, there's nothing redeeming about them at all to me. I think they're poorly written, poorly acted, and I do not know what they are achieving. Are, are they trying to make him a, a guy you root for or root against? Because I don't understand what they are. I don't know what well, they are. It's just, it's weird to devote. There's a couple of things that disconnect for me. One is he has done nothing but job. So it's just yeah. weird when you're devoting this much story to someone who's doing nothing but jobbing. Sure. The second thing is, it's for me, and I think some people are on one side of the fence and some people are on the other, but I'm right on that fence of, in, in AEW, the Dark Order did not initially work for me. And then when they went full tilt silly, yeah, it worked. If if Chase University had a bookstore and we were getting like Chase University, like at Chase University, learn whatever, whatever, I could probably get into it if they committed yeah, they're like the full cheese. cheese no. Well, because I don't think it was supposed to be cheesy initially. Yeah. So I don't think 
there's any clarity around that. Like that, I could actually get very into if it if it was like dorky it, TV yeah, and it was, all yeah. the time and stuff like that. But it's just if, no if, story is going to work if the only thing this teacher is ever going to do is job. Because if he was if if he if Chase University was one of those things of like uh, uh, East West Southern New Hampshire University where you can get your degree in just in just three weeks. Like it's like those weird things. Like yeah, apply online. Like, like if it was full sale university, like, like that. Like where um, they ran the show. Where they ran the show, then it might <laughs> it might actually work. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> wait, the Chase U segment wasn't an NS an SL, SNL sketch. <laughs> well, they do this thing was like a uh, Bodie uh, Hayward has a uh, his the eye makeup they have on his on his damaged eye. Looks as bad as Sokoa's burn scars from a few weeks ago. Um, but like he's hold on, how many fingers am I holding up? And Bodie directly says one. One. Um, and then he and he flips off the guy who asked, like, was like, hey, should you be so mean to Bodie? Because he's he's got I'm not being mean to him. I don't know. It, it was it doesn't make any sense to me. I'm sorry. I don't get it. Yeah, it is just like you can't be the professor of something you're so bad at, and if you mm -hmm. ironically are, that needs to be clear. Like yeah. It's just disconnected, and if he's only got a job, there's not a vignette in the world that can save him. Right? No, it's that's true. Um, yeah, it, it's yeah. Uh, Mark Mark Losper says, "I don't know what they achieve is the key point to the entirety of this promotion. They just do stuff. There's no goal or purpose in mind. Just stuff happens. Nothing's actually well, achieved by it. It is developmental. So I'm I try to." keep that in mind as things yeah. go along like there's going to be more failure here because they're going to try weirder stuff but at the same time if you're supposed to be developing people for the main roster and this is what you're developing not great yeah. not great for the future of the company no um uh bill says i prefer the bleeding fingers of whiplash uh <laughs> yeah um anyway and nothing there's no need to talk about this anymore um no 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 um we got a tony we got a tony d vignette and we'll talk about this uh he he's uh he he's back to his roots talking about the family yeah uh, my uh, this is my cousin's place i got the big ziti it's my usual and he's at a restaurant an italian restaurant he says yeah the former owner of this place he didn't want to play ball no more so i had to have a conversation with him and let's just say he had a change of heart um so so this is cousin Mikey's place, I think. It's um, so much better hearing you do this with the wig on. <laughs> it's true. This day, day. Um, Why but, is uh, it everyone in the chat sending these emojis? Give me these. Come put, on. Put, put one of these in the chat. Come on. Put one of these in the chat, you mother. Um, uh, but he says, uh, I'm I'm going to have a big time match at at, <laughs> at Sand Deliver. We, have, we haven't seen that yet. Maybe he's going to be one of the guys in the North America. I still, I don't, like, I want this guy at the top of the card. Like, if you're going to call up Braun Breaker, like, put the put the damn belt on, like, the top belt on Tony D'Angelo. Why the hell not? Because um, i I'm also assuming they're going to call up Carmelo Hayes sooner than later as well. But it does feel like, to me, like, Tony D'Angelo is a guy who's going to be in NXT for a year and a half. So why not make him the top champ? Um, but anyway, before that, though, I really need him to be North American champion so he can be the Italian American champion. Like I'm going if he ever if he becomes North American champion, I'm just going to spam 
reply to all of his tweets with, you should totally, uh, it, the idea is that you should be the Italian American champion. You should like paint the, the thing with like the colors of the Italian flag. It, it would, it would be really, really good. You should do this. I'm going to, I'm going to make it happen. Um, uh, but I, I love this. He also says he's going to be the Don of NXT 2.0. And I love if he's ever the top champion, he will be the Don. And I think that's a oh. really cool thing. I, I, I'm, I'm so into it. Uh, Spine on the Pine says. Um, I love that people in the chat. We bullied them. Yeah, we did. Um, he says, uh, um, now that Tony owns a restaurant, he should have a finisher called the Tiramisu Plex. <laughs> huh? Love you. Keep I'm cool so sad. I didn't think of that. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. That's good. Tiramisu Tur Suplex is pretty great. Uh, the Nerguru says, interesting thought I had. Imagine NXT 2.0 started pre-pandemic or, you know, during the height of the pandemic. And they had to give us 2.0 style cinematic matches. Tony D's restaurant match. Well, like, just, uh, you know, like... I wonder if that would be better. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. Or would know. it just be people having sex? It would just be people having <laughs> sex. It would just be that. <laughs> um, but no, I'm I'm very excited for for Tony D to get back in the ring and and uh, and do some some get another storyline going. I thought he did a really good job on his stuff with Pete Dunn, um, which is with Petey Poppins. But I, uh, you know, he, she, he'll be back in the ring before too long, and then you know, hey, it's gonna be a good time. It's the way I can't. <laughs> um, when we get to the wheel of impressions, that you have to do Tony D things. You have to put the glasses on too. All right. <laughs> um, we got the TikTok tag team versus Io Shirai and KLR. Um, yeah, they they this is where they cut uh, to. Uh, Mandy Rose still in the TikTok lounge. No, no GG and JJ. And I was like, are they going to interfere in this match too? Or they did not. But earlier in the night, when they first did the first Lady Dusty match, there were two random dudes in Chippendales outfits, like holding a, a, a bottle of champagne and and some hors d'oeuvres or whatever. I was like, what is? Oh, all right, I, I guess International Women's Day, I suppose. Um, but uh, then they cut back to her. We just want to get paid the same. We don't need to. It's a Chippendales outfits, honestly. No, God. see, this is the this is the thing, you know. Um, they 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 we all say we equal pay for equal work, and they say, "How about a Chippendales guy?" And we, I, I I guess I mean if that's if that's your best offer, it's like same dollar to dollar. That's all I ask. So, um, uh, <laughs> the, we see Idris Anofe and Malik Blade, who, by the way, if you don't remember, Malik Blade got a boner when, um, when, uh, uh, Mandy Rose accidentally fell into his lap. That was a thing because about a month ago. he used the code Fightful at Blue Chew yep. Um, and, uh, they apparently knocked out the two other guys, like, like, I don't like then then stole their outfits so that they could st they be be up there and I was like, what do you what do you hope to achieve by being up there again? What is what is achieved by this? Um, but anyway, um, 
they they're up there and at one point Malik Blade offers her grapes and champagne and she's like mm, nah, I'm good and that was it like it was just a visual thing by them being up there but they didn't really do anything um we uh like you have them win twice with screwy finishes and then a boner thing mm-hmm. and then I am your toxic lounge like, if you have your own lounge, you should be able to staff it, right? Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, it's weird. Um, earlier in the night, by the way, we should we should say that there was, I honestly thought, a pretty cool little segment where we were looking uh, via a, a cameraman from outside the trainer's room through the, through the glass doors all the way in the back where they were attending to the Creed Brothers. And this is after the first uh, Lady Dusty match. And then, past the cameraman, comes Cora Jade and uh, Raquel Gonzalez into the training room. And I thought that was a cool little establishing shot. Like, yeah, okay. Like, I, I like the idea that this is a living, breathing location. Like, things happen here, as opposed to, let's set up a camera in front of this same bay of lockers. Like, it, 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 you, you could actually do something that actually felt more cinematic, and I, and I appreciate that. But it is important to know that, that Cora Jade was very, very upset that somebody had attacked her best friend uh raquel gonzalez which should which will come in handy by the end of this match um the tiktok tag team versus eo and klr is very very good i think it might be one of the best matches the tiktok tag team has ever had um it includes a doomsday poison rana which i I thought murdered for realsies kaylee ray like she took that like on the very like her neck was like, ah, I'm good. Nah, I'll be fine now. I was, I was legitimately very nervous for her. Yeah. Um. She it was like she watched some of the head and neck bumps that happened on Revolution. And was like, uh, I was thinking. <laughs> she was like, I hold see your beer. Spanish fly onto the yeah. the tables on the stage. And... Yeah. <laughs> and um and the after that. Um, the that was that was a, a hell of a near fall because Yoshi was able to dive back in and shove uh Caden onto Casey, who was making the, the pinfall, uh, to break up the pin. Um, and she's able to dispense with Caden after that, and um, uh, and then they do uh, they do double finishers the the Kaylee Ray bomb and, and the the moonsault to pin Casey Gutenzaro. It was a really good match. But the team we all knew that was going to win won, uh, and then we see after the match. Well, we'll I'll let you get your, give your thoughts on the match. No, I thought this was one of the strongest matches we've seen out of the TikTok tag team, and I yep. thought probably the strongest match of the tournament. I think it's probably fair to say so far, unless I'm forgetting yep. something. Uh, but but this was this was great. I. I kind of wish this was the first match in the show, though, from both an excitement standpoint and in the show order and from, like you said, the booking standpoint. Um, so, yeah, no no complaints about this. I don't mind predictable when it's good, but I, right. remind, I mind predictable when it's good and the losing team has nowhere to go because right. there's not really a division here. So, yeah. um, but from what I saw in front of me, fantastic. Mark Lasper says the poison rana was brought to you by Naito and Abushi. <laughs> if uh, only they had New Japan talent on the roster. 
that could help these things happen more. But instead, yeah. they're wearing bunny jackets. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Um, so, um, after the match, we see um, Mandy Rose in the TikTok, uh, in the TikTok, sorry, the Toxic Lounge. <laughs> the TikToksic Lounge. The TikToksic Lounge. Sorry, <laughs> I'm all mixed up. Um, but uh, she's up there saying, very good, very good. And then from out of nowhere, Cora Jade. Um, out of nowhere. Who has showered and changed. Yes. Um, uh, flies flies into the scene and starts beating the hell out of Mandy Rose. And then Malik Blade is like, no, that's my girlfriend and I love her so much. Like a weird, creepy guy. He pulls off uh, Cora Jade off, off of Mandy Rose. Like, no, 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 no. Mandy Rose deserves this. She deserves to be beaten up all the time. Um, but it was very odd that my Malik Blake was like, no, please don't hurt her. I love her so much. It felt very desperate the way he was breaking them up. But, you know, whatever. I have overarching security concerns about all of XT, to be yeah. honest. Between the parking lot and nobody guarding the Toxic Lounge. There's not a bouncer at the Toxic Lounge. I feel like there should be a sexy pool at the Toxic Lounge for Mandy. If it's sticking around, at least give her her pool. She loves her pool. Oh, yeah. They should put like a hot tub up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. James Barrow says, I just woke up. Kalex is still going? Not surprised. Seven oh, hour wow. show. Let's go. We are only one hour and 10 minutes into this show, people. We did, however, do seven hours of content. We did seven hours of content from Friday through Sunday. We were making up for all the time I couldn't talk. Right. Also, we got, we got in serious trouble for, for doing a three hour post revolution show. But Which it was I a five was it was five good. hours long. We talked about five hours in the span of three hours. That's pretty good for us. And with a lot of super chats. There were there were, there were, were super chats excited. all the way to the end, and we did not lose anybody until like the last yeah. 15 minutes of the sh of, of the show. Like we were we were over not to put us over, and I don't want to sound like that, but considering it was a three-hour show. The fact that there's 35,000 views on it, like, I mean this from, like, I'm, my heart is warmed. Oh, yeah. Perspective, not, not um, a look at us perspective. It, yeah. it means so much to me that, because I think you have to have been watching for an hour and a half for it to register as a view, that means. So it means so much that people yeah. were tuned in for that. But yep. for us, that was pretty good. It just happened to be that we went to, like, three in the morning. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah. So we get a we get a Persian indie segment. This is fully NXT 2.0. 2. 2.0 Divas. 2.0 Divas is what this is. Indy's there and she's watching the end of the match on her iPad. I, I guess. I mean, I don't know if she's watching it on Peacock because that seems like it would be impossible. Peacock, Peacock is terrible. But um, uh, but she's watching the end of the match and uh, she's watching Persia get pinned and watching herself like be really, really late to break up a pinfall. Like as much fault as it is Persia's, it's also her fault. Yeah. Um, but then Persia comes in with with Duke and and says, "Where have you been?" Like oh we had such a great weekend we went to the beach and hot air balloon had a had a had a dinner starlight dinner um and like uh what what what, what aren't you aren't you upset that we lost 
Um, of course I'm upset, but Duke has been helping me forget all about that. You're just jealous. No, I'm not. I think he's a creep. Um, the fact that like they're both Australian and don't sound at all like that, but also sounded exactly like that is the problem with this shit. Like, um, anyway, they decide that they're going to um, have a match next week, I think. Like, they've, they've broken them up. They're real-life, really great friends who work together in Australia. They're here together. Let's break them up. That sounds a lot like Billy Kay and Peyton Royce to me, but, you know, why not? Why not break up an actual tag team that's really talented and good together? Yeah, because that worked so well last time. Yeah. And, you know, it's probably just because the NXT women's division is lousy with tag teams. Oh, wait, no, it's not. We have no yeah. tag teams. Yeah, on either roster, but we have so many women with nothing to do. Yeah, but like what? And listen to me, Persia. You on one good date with a guy, and you're turning your back on your friend. That seems stupid. Do you learn anything like in life? No. Uh, she also says. Uh, then, then, but Indy just storms off, and uh, and uh, Duke's like. You know, you're going to need a, a, a training partner. And she's like, let's start now. And she shoves them up against the lockers and they just deep throat each other. And it's just like, <laughs> and this is when I tweeted out literally in all caps. Why is everyone so horny? Like, I do not what what am I watching? This does not feel like it feels like, again, it feels like a bad reality show or a teen drama that also has wrestling in it. It doesn't feel like a wrestling show that dabbles in other things. It just no, and sadly, when Pineapple Pete, if you remember Pineapple Pete, also known as Suge Knight, sat in with Sean, I think it was for the list in your boy. He said that when he was there as an enhancement talent, they told him we're an entertainment show that happens to have a wrestling ring. Yeah, which simultaneously broke broke my heart, but makes yeah. so much sense here, where it's like the majority of what they're trying to get across is this high school thing and the way they settle scores happens to be in the ring. That's just a betrayal of everything that I've grown to know about professional wrestling, where the story is told in the ring. I'm a CM Punk girl. I'm an Eddie Kingston girl. I like it when people want to fight in the ring. Um, so this just uh, is super not for me. Yeah. And I also think, I don't know, Persia. Learn something about female friendships. When does it help to prioritize a boy on International Women's Day? Yeah, she says in uh, this economy. She says I, I have always supported you and Dexter. Why don't you support me and Duke? Um, famous Australian Mark Losper says this segment was an affront to my heritage. <laughs> and Josh Weaver says the Iconics 2.0 gets split up on NXT 2.0. Makes total sense. I do think there's an outside chance that uh that they that Persia realized that Duke that Duke is a, is a skeeve and she apologizes to Persia I and think they so get too. back together and they're, they're stronger than ever I think there's a chance they do that but I don't trust them to do that because they like breaking up tag teams that's a thing they like to do so I cannot believe it's a shrug night instead of Burton. It's because of that NXT parking lot, guys. Mark Losper says, entertainment companies are supposed to be entertaining. And these these guys aren't. So 
that is a fair argument. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh. Oh. Uh, I think uh, Mark Losper says that uh, Indy uh, is was using <clears throat> uh, Nord VPN uh, promo code Fightful to watch the match on WWE Network. Well, I appreciate iPad. that. Step off. Segways are my thing. <laughs> Step off was very good. You sounded very forceful. Thank That's you. very good. I like that a lot. If this was WWE, I would have said, Step off, bitch. Yeah. It's because of you people that I even have to make these segues. Bill says, I just wanted to say dollary dues. <laughs> Which is great. Um dollary dues. So yes. Um it is it is um it is uh, basically that everyone is a suspect. Uh, Imperium is a suspect for attacking uh, white AOP. Who done it? Double vest in the beach. Legato. MSK just shows up during an interview with, with Imperium. We haven't seen them in a long time. And they're like, hey, guys, we know you did it. And Creed might, the Creed Brothers might be hurt, but we're not. So we're going to take their title shot. And I'm just like, is there nobody here who's an authority figure at all? Like, no. you just get a deuce and say, hey, you guys were supposed to have a title match. Now it's ours. And when we beat you, we're going to give the Creed Brothers the first shot when they're healthy. And like, are you making two matches now? One now and one in the future? Are you just allowed to do that? Why did you get rid of Sam William Regal and not replace him with anybody else who literally, can make matches on screen? With literally anybody. There's not even a a challenge and then somebody in the back makes uh you know what i mean there's not even like a shadow figure that makes matches yeah um anyway war games war games um so we get imperium versus msk for the tag titles and it's good wesley is out of this out of this world great i am convinced though that they are going to turn msk heel that they were the ones who attacked the creed brothers because then they're like hey we know you guys did it um and now we get a tag title shot so it feels to me like they're going to turn them heel and i don't feel like you should or need to like they're barf no i hate that like at the bat, like are you going to call them up at ever at any point because they're definitely going to play as baby faces on the main roster. I know like a, enough of your regular audience has decided for whatever reason that MSK is just not for them and will boo them whatever they do, which means you guys yeah, need they... to not run this, run this team in this location. And guess what? The, the main roster could do with a little fresh injection of talent. How about putting MSK on the main roster and having them run against the Usos for a while? That would be awesome, because guess what? There's nobody left for the Usos to face on SmackDown. They faced them all. Well, how about MSK debuts, I don't know, Friday? And they're like, we're former NXT champions, and we want you and to have them beat, I don't care who, Humberto and Angel Garza. They're not going anywhere. Have them beat them in a qualifying match, and they're number one contenders, MSK versus the Usos, 
on night whatever of WrestleMania, give him 12 minutes and tell him to go at full speed. It'll be the best match on the card by leaps and bounds. Instead, they're probably going to turn them heel and they'll be in a dead end heel hacked because you can't do their kind of wrestling as heels and have it work at all. So there's a few things there. Their inability to build heels doesn't affect MSK just from the fact that they're not going to be a good heel team. If you wanted to turn them back face, you could do that if you had built a proper heel team, right. which they refuse to do. Right. Um, to me, MSK versus Street Profits is like a dream match. I also wouldn't hate seeing them on Raw. Um, but it's just so hard because there's so many people I feel like that have run their course. But then if you call them up, what are you even doing? Yeah. But then what's the point of NXT, right? right. So I I think it, this all could be solved by just leave them alone. You know who else gets booed by a certain group of people all the time? John mm -hmm. Cena did. The yep. Young Bucks certainly do. Yep. Um, but the thing is, the Young Bucks are great at taking those criticisms and turning it up to a thousand and working as a heel team. Right. But they also work really good as faces. If you sure. do a story properly. Yeah. MSK is, to me, like the most obvious face team in the yeah. world. So, I don't know. I think they got themselves mired in fake crowd anger a little bit too far. Like, I think it's, it's which a is lot why I thought they took them off of TV and had them do all those vignettes to search for the shaman who was supposed to be Jeff Hardy but wound up being Matt Riddle. And then they came back and like didn't do anything with them. So I don't I don't know what any of that was supposed to be. If it was with Jeff Hardy, they would have been super faced because oh, sure. Jeff was getting such great reactions. Right. But, yeah. um, if you tell the story the right way. It doesn't matter if you tell the story the right way. MJF is a heel for, or is a face for a week. You know what I mean? Against yeah. CM Punk, like yeah. if you tell the story the right way, the parts don't even matter as much. Right. Um. So, just if if all they need to do is have, a, a, if they have if they were against a vicious heel team, not like an Imperium, mm -hmm. someone with some teeth, it would be fine. Yeah. But here we are. Josh Weaver says, if there was ever a time to induce to introduce an, an anonymous GM. I don't tonight. know if Swaggle's available, man. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah. So the match is very good for whatever, however long it lasts. Um, and then the Creed brothers show up with like Kinesio tape on their ribs and shoulders, and they take out everybody. Um, I would have been kind of cool if they like push past Imperium and beat the hell out of MSK because they know who attacked them. That would be kind of cool, but you know, um, they just beat up everybody uh, and they throw some wild ass out of control suplexes. Like poor Fabian Eichner, like went ass over tea kettle in the weirdest way and landed almost yeah. on his head. That was scary. Um, but we got the creep butter standing tall after throwing everybody around. Um, so we're probably going to get a triple threat match at stand and deliver is what, is what I'm thinking. So there you go. Yeah, this is, well, we'll get into it later. Yeah. Uh, Mark <laughs> Losper says MSK have been learning from John Cena. Uh, um, to, you know, John Cena's was a product of booking. MSK's was a product of, of, uh, just poisoning the well. 
Yeah, that's a good that's a good point. Caesar says, uh, wait, wait, wait. You don't want more Usos in the new day? There's so much left to tell there. <laughs> the problem is they put on great matches whenever they happen. Every single so time. There's part of me that does want to see it just from the in-ring chemistry that they have, though I am very, 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 very sick of the story. But they don't tell other good stories, so I would right. rather just see great. Ending. The thing about it is that we've seen the Usos versus um, uh, Kofi and Xavier a lot recently. While they forced Big E to be on another show, where they were, they swore up and down they were going to turn him into a major single star. So that's why they had to be separated. But now the Big E's back on SmackDown. I wouldn't mind seeing Big E tangle with the Usos for a while because I haven't seen that version of the of the New Day versus the Usos. If I have to see it, just make sure Big E is in every match. That's all. I, that's all I would say about that. Um, just make sure Big E is in every match all the time. Just make that yes, and also is uh, has a, has a title on him, and they and then push him. Um, uh, <laughs> um, so we we also got. Um, a kid, um, yeah, I'm actually excited for this. A kid is coming to 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 NXT. Um, now I don't know why a kid would want to wrestle. I mean, I, I know the Nick Way, and he's very young, but but a child. Why would a kid want to wrestle? He's just gonna get hurt out there. This was this like is this the negative one, the minus one child, Brody Lee's Brody Lee's son? Is is he coming? Why would Brody Lee Jr. jump from AEW to NXT? I don't understand. I saw on the tweeter, I saw a kid is coming to NXT. And I just, I just, I think that's very unsafe. His parents should be questioned about their choices because I think that a kid could just get obliterated out there. Imagine, uh, imagine a kid against Gunther. Gunther would just chop him into next week. That'd be a terrible thing to do to a kid. I am so mad I didn't see that coming <laughs> with myself. I had that one in the chamber since Living. I saw the segment on. Yeah. Oh, you know, Linder, I think it's like a kid. Oh. Like he's a, like, like an A plus type of thing. Like he's a, oh, he's so a, not, like top so of not, the COD guy kind of Not thing. a B plus kid, but an A kid. No, not one of those B plus players, but I'll tell you what, that B plus plus player, actually one of the best wrestlers that ever lived. So... Yeah. Um, no, he's uh, he's he's very very good. I've seen his, some of his stuff in NXT UK, so he's coming to come stateside. He's going to be here, and guess what? He's facing Kushida. He's facing Kushida in his first match in NXT, and Kushida's probably going to lose because that makes probably the most sense. Oh, it's going to be such a good match. It's going to be such a good match, and and Kushida, Kushida, Kushida. After that match, after it's so great and everything, if you need help getting out of the country. I can try and, and arrange passage for you as a stowaway on a, on a steamliner to go literally anywhere else that's not Florida because they do not recognize how great Kushida is. There's a backstage segment that is incomprehensibly terrible where they're watching the footage of A-Kid and and it's just Jiro, Ikman Jiro just going, just, just yelling in like I don't, I don't know what he's yelling. That he's and, so excited. Yeah, he's. I'm so excited. He's really, really, really good. And and then he, he's really great. It, but just in a in a way that doesn't. 
he feels like he's like extra overacting. Like he always overacts, but he's like he's extra overacting here. And Kushida's like, yeah, he's good. You think you're better than a kid? And I'm like, yeah, he's Kushida. He's also your tag team partner. Like, I I don't know. Like, listen, a kid's great. He's 24 years old. He's going to be one of the best in the world. He's a child. That's what he is. Um, but but <laughs> maybe Jacket Time did it. Maybe they're the ones who attacked the Creed Brothers. Juvenile. Oh, I would actually love that. And then they just ripped off their jackets and were done with the shit. That yeah. would be nice. Josh Weaver says Jacket Time did it. They were way too interested in that TV show in the A Kid vignette backstage. They they they're they're trying to. Oh, who us? No, we're not involved at all. Yeah, that's it was it Jacket Time with the rope. In the corridor, I tell you. In the conservatory. In the conservatory, like um, Chase Chase University is a conservatory. Yeah, the the batted the batted one Jam Beard says it's not negative one, it's Nicholas, Braun's old partner. It's not that. See now that's ridiculous. We know it was little Jimmy. You and your little Jimmy. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> Um, we also got a random backstage thing where Draco Anthony is lifting weights and um, Draco Anthony is lifting weights. Like one Sorry. does. Like one does. Uh, like overhead presses with dumbbells. Mm-hmm. And behind him is Harland just standing there menacingly. And when he's done doing his set, he gets up and look, turns around and there's Harland. And he's surprised that he's there. But there's literally no way he could have gotten to that position in the room without walking past Draco Anthony first. If you look at like where the where the exits of the room are, You're he right. could not he could not have gotten there unless he was invisible. If Draco Anthony was sitting there doing doing reps, it was a very odd thing. Did you consider for a moment that perhaps he's invisible? I, I guess people are like. I had not spit and mist and transforming. It's very oh. possible he just turned invisible at one. Joe Joe Gacy and Harland uh, are still trying to recruit Draco Anthony, and then Zion Quinn shows up, fresh off of being rebuffed by Electra Lopez about a month and a half ago, and he's like, "Hey, don't listen to these guys. These guys are weird. Uh, you you believe in yourself." He almost said, "Control your own narrative." He didn't say that though, but he could have. Um, this is a ridiculous. Uh, Ridiculous segment. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. They didn't need this thing. You know what's even more ridiculous? According to Mike Johnson, there's been some talk about bringing old Harlan up to the main roster, having him work some dark matches as a tryout for the main roster, because Harland is so ready. He's. We've seen from all of his matches that he's really ready to do wrestling. He's only ever looked bad. He's only ever looked bad. He, he should. Never once looked he, good. He has been in like five matches. So he kind of should, but yeah. I was also bothered by the fact that it didn't say Joe Gacy and Harland, and I'm like, you know that Joe Gacy is the only reason, yeah, any of this works, yeah. So, um, <laughs> Bill Bill says that Jacket Time couldn't couldn't have have committed the assault because whenever they commit a crime, they leave tiny jackets behind as 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 as, as a. As, as, a, as a tease to the investigating officers. Oh my God, it's the jacket guys again. They can't help leaving their calling card. In my head, they 
they write notes but like in fabrics yes yeah uh and josh weaver says jacket time is pushing too close to kai and tie territory for me yeah it's 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 bad it's not great my friend um so that was everything except for the main event it's time for the main event Dolph Ziggler is your new WWE NXT 2.0 champion. Okay, before we dive in, we should also mention for people who don't watch Raw, but most of you don't watch this show, so I don't know what to say, but like Braun Breaker made his debut, and so I think what's happening is he's getting called up to the main roster, which falls in line with my prediction that he would dethrone Roman at SummerSlam. So I kind of like it. Um, but him dropping the title is like, I don't want to say it's him going out on his back because it doesn't feel like he's been there that long, but it, it, it kind of makes sense in that context. If they are, if they're calling him up like that. Yes. Um, and when I heard that a kid was coming over, I was like, I wonder if we're going to get Ziggler versus A-Kid. Because I, I would not hate that. <laughs> I, I think the the latest date that uh, Ziggler holds that title is... Next Wednesday? No. Uh, is the, the it's deliver, stand and deliver. Mm-hmm. I think he'll drop it back to, to Braun Breakaker. They're going to, they're going to, I think that they'll, they'll run it uh, where Braun shows up on Raw and they run this feud on two nights a week. To 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 give Braun what 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 he's supposed what he's supposed to have, which is you know, a lot of TV time. Um, I think that um... <laughs> I did not. Yeah, well, I, I haven't gotten a raise in years, so I'm pretty sure that <laughs> he's just actually raised me up to the level at which you were hired. But then again, you know, it's it's uh. It's International Women's Dude, Day, so I'm angling for myself here. Kayfabe, bro, back me up. I know I, I haven't even been here a year yet, but still. I understand. <laughs> um uh anyway, I think that Braun is gonna gonna get a lot more TV time on Raw uh to like build him up. And I think he might wind up co on Raw and NXT. Like what they what they I think they they had originally planned to do with Kerry and Cross. Before they decided, you know what? Let's just screw with everything ahead of time. Because when he did, when he debuted on the main roster wearing wearing the belt, and they were like, "Well, what if he lost though?" Um, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's 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 kind of ridiculous. Um, but anyway, um, this match was great. The match was great. It's a triple threat. It was really it was, well done. It, it, really, it, really, it really was good. really, really, really good. Uh, and Dolph Ziggler looked the best. They they allowed Dolph Ziggler. To look the best he has to me in years in this match. Um, yeah, and the last one too. Like when it was the match yeah. with just him and Chapa. Yeah, was looked great in that too. Um, uh, I, I I would be surprised if if Dolph was a long term guy in NXT. Uh, but if you're gonna have um, a, a like a, a a veteran who can who can who can work. Who could be the heel that all the young guys want to face? Like you could sell me on him just being an NXT as the champion and working with a bunch of guys for I don't know eight months. It might work, you know. I think 
I agree with you that this is going to be hot potatoed. I I don't know if it's going to be the Champa. I don't think so. Right. Um, it's just interesting because I feel like Carmelo's probably poised to go up. Yeah. Um, but we'll see what happens. It it surprised the hell out of me, but I don't hate it by any means. I think he's so fantastic. He's not really doing anything on the main roster. He's someone that can work with any ring style. Like if there's someone that you want actively working with young talent that is green and growing, like Grayson Waller might actually be able to learn something from Dolph Ziggler like that. He's not getting anywhere else right now because Dolph Ziggler is also in, in my opinion, a, a fantastic heel. So I just feel like I don't, it was a surprising move. I don't think it's the worst move. I thought the match was so good. Again, styles make matchups. All three of these guys work differently, um, but both have command over the different styles that they worked. Yeah. Breaker made some really fun facial expressions in this match too. Like when he didn't have control of the match, he was like, the hell man. Um, very, very fun. So this is interesting. I just don't know what this means. If they're going to do like you said, like if it's, yeah. it's going to be on two separate brands um, or if it's like, Breaker's going there, Ziggler's here, and we'll see what happens. So I don't know if they know that. Um, yeah. But I I, I loved the main event. Some really just great wrestling in this. Um, there was some great wrestling back and forth. A lot of a lot of really good stuff. The, the thing really uh, took a turn when uh, Rude uh, showed up, pulled the ref out as Breaker was, was counting, was going to pin Ziggler. Thank you for reminding me of my only thing about yeah. this that made me really nervous is what do you do with Bobby Root? Because he deserves to be doing something more than being Dolph Ziggler's hype man. I mean, that's your opinion, but I mean, whatever. Just let him be glorious again, then. I mean, I, I guess. I've, 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 I was, I've, I've been tired of, of Robert Root since like 2018, so like I'm, I'm he's, whatever. Um, uh, he, he anyway, he gets involved too much. The ref should have kicked him out but didn't the ref like he literally pulled the ref out of the ring. I know it's no DQ. You can't disqualify the guy he helped, but you can absolutely send the dude to the back. (laughs) And he didn't. So later when he pulls Braun out of the ring so that Ciampa can't pin him. And then uh, Ziggler super kicks Ciampa and then pins Ciampa. Like, because you didn't kick the guy out three minutes earlier when he pulled you out of the ring, then he can cost Breaker and and Champa the, the title as well. So whatever, I I am oh God. I I shouldn't do this. I should never ever 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 assume anything good about this company. But <laughs> I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt for like three more weeks and see where this goes. I don't think that we're gonna. There are so many bad ways this could break. But if what they're going to do is just try and figure out a way to like Braun Breaker chasing the title being held by Dolph Ziggler with a guy, Robert Roode, who has no qualms about getting involved in the match over and over again. That's the way they like to build baby faces. It's the only way they like to build baby faces is a guy fighting from underneath against the damn numbers game. That's the only way they know how to build baby faces. 
but that's how they build their top baby faces. It never actually works, but like that's it shows they want to do the thing that they do that they think works to build a new top guy, which Braun Breaker deserves. But I think he could have gotten over shocker by himself by just being friggin' awesome, which he has been for like the past six months. I agree with you, but there is something yeah. that I don't hate about him chasing because he doesn't seem like the kind of guy that would be chasing. Like based on his style, based on his promos, based on his physique, right. he doesn't seem like, it doesn't but, feel pathetic yeah, yet. Right, but <laughs> they had Roman Reigns chase for years and that years is true. and years. But because he's not a guy who NXT looks like title, like I think the the longest this goes, I really think he's dethroning Reigns at SummerSlam. I really do. I know this you don't. this particular. Uh, I want him to. This particular decision makes me think there's no way, not a chance. He's going to be involved in this bullshit for the next nine to twelve months. But Roman's involved up till main. Like I don't think it's that long. Like right. I think this just gets us to stand and deliver. And then I think you get. I I I hope that's the case. I think they might have a little bit more fun with it because they think that's good. Anyway, we got a lot of super chats and eighteen minutes to get through them. So okay, let's go. We're gonna do this now. There's a lot of conflicting viewpoints on this whole Dolph Ziggler situation. The line drive says Dolph winning the title is the decision that broke me. I'm sorry, but screw this show if your top championship is in the hands of a perpetual loser whose presence drags every program he's in down into the muck. Screw NXT. Now, listen, you're not wrong because that is how they pr pr promoted Dolph Ziggler for a long time. Uh, I, I do think tonight he looked really, really great, and I know he can be great. He just isn't presented that way, and that's a problem. So let's figure this out. Um, JW Pringle says, do you think Dolph and Mandy reminisce about when they dated and her best friend screwed over Otis? Nah, that, that never happened. That's a thing that, that never happened. That was only two years ago. That never happened. Um, MJ Johnson says, I just got off work. Ziggler did what? <laughs> yep. There is at least, I'll say this. If they were trying to get people that don't normally watch the program to be surprised by something, yes. I saw a lot of that on Twitter. Yep. So good for them. Like this yes. did catch some people off maybe, guard. Maybe people will tune in to watch the show next week. Or buy tickets to a show that starts at 10 in the morning or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like Anton, that might drive some people into the stadium yeah. for real. Anton HHH says, so happy to see the future of this business, Dolph Ziggler, being put over tonight. <laughs> Uh, Tom Brady says, give me Walter destroying Ziggler's chest. Man, Ziggler bumping for a Walter chop might be the greatest thing ever. Um, yeah, I, I, I thought that we were going to do the, the Walter Gunther thing. Uh, I don't even hate the dirty dogs or P-Wags as Sean calls them versus like the Creed brothers or something. Sure. Like I, there's, there's things they can do that are going to be valuable. Yeah. The Nerd Guru says, wow, Vince got one look at Braun and said, yep, you're losing to Uncle Ziggy and getting called up immediately, pal. <laughs> but if no Cody, Braun versus Rollins at Mania. Now, now, that is something I would be interested in. Like, if no Cody, 
who's a bet who's a better op who's a better foe for Seth Rollins at Mania if Cody's not coming in. And Kevin Owens just doesn't wrestle at all. No, he no, he's just, he's good. He, no, he's just gonna get sundered. Not not only that, but but Warren Hayes, friend of the show, reminded me. Not only is he going to get stunnered, but Booker T from Texas is going to come down and hit him with an axe kick. JBL is going to hit him with a clothesline from hell. Every uh, Shawn Michaels is going to come down and get him a, get him a super kick. Everyone who's ever been from Texas, including the Undertaker, is going to come out and give him a choke slam. Everyone's going to give all of their finishers to Kevin Owens, and everyone's going to go home happy, right? They're going to resuscitate Von Erichs from the dead for this. <laughs> Um, Harry Yazawa says, what if the NXT title is the second title for either Raw or SmackDown after the unification of the WWE and Universal titles? I don't think it can be the NXT title if it's on Raw or SmackDown. I think it's got to be on NXT, but... No, and it, yeah, it defeats the purpose of the unification then to just give a yeah. brand another title, but... Uh, Numlocks says homeless means uh, Braun's getting called up. Should Mello or LA Knight uh, take the belt off of Dolph next? I think both of those guys are getting called up too soon. If Dolph is actually going to stick around, I vote for Tony D'Angelo. <laughs> it's hard because, like, matchups wise, what I want to see yeah. is like Pete Dunn. I think he's going to face Ciampa a bunch. I don't yeah. know who's next in line. Probably Grayson Waller. Yeah. Oh, no, because Ziggler's a heel. We're not going to do that. They wouldn't do that. Would they do that? They'd do that, wouldn't they? They'd, they'd make me hate everything. Did you see the first match of the Dusty Classic tonight? Stop it. <laughs> Josh Weaver says, numbers game you say, sounds like Breaker needs to just apply some Steiner math. Uh, well, you look at him. Yep. Uh, Josh uh, Valob says, I think Braun was also surprised at the roadblock. Um, he was just cruising along, and they were like, Hey, kid, you're losing the title next week. It's like he was on this road, you know, like yeah. this clear open road, and there's just this blockage in the middle of the way. Um, the nerd guru says, If the end game of this nonsense is Ziggler versus Walter, then yeah, I'm kind of down, but man, they do everything so bass backwards, they really do, they really do. Uh, Normhausen says, can you assign someone to butter my muffin? Cause Dolph as 2.0 champ ain't doing it. Is Rex Steiner facing Seth at stupendous mania since the Cody deal seems to be off. Honestly, until these people are, are humper chatting this, I, I had no idea, but like that, that would be my match of the weekend. Braun Breaker versus Seth Rollins. Like I would be more excited for that than literally anything else on either card. Um, I I would be very excited for it. I am kind of intrigued by, like, I am kind of intrigued by the blow off of Roman and Brock, but uh, uh, that uh, that would be very interesting. That would be interesting. Bill says, "Sorry, uh, what happened in NXT? I know you guys are telling me, but everything is going silent, and I'm getting lost in the hair. Don't I mean don't don't get lost in the hair." You guys, I made a joke before about not getting a raise. Like, you have to look this good to get a raise at Fightful. That's what it is. Like, I don't know if you guys have seen Sean's hair. Jeremy's hair is out of control. Like, yeah, yeah. Look at look at that. Um, Do I have bangs? Sure. So I have the potential. Mar like Mar Mark Losper says of your of your pick for to who dethrones Dolph Ziggler being Grayson Waller that you're getting your Joel Pearl on with that one. 
please don't mention us in the same breath ever again. And Mark Quill Louise, says, please screen the super chats better. That should never have gotten through. My God. Mark, Mark Quill says, can't let Mark Losper get all the super chats. I just want to say, I hope WWE knows what they're doing, right? Right? No, they never know I'm what they're like doing. I'm not, I don't know. I was surprised by this, but I'm not like that floored. I'm not, I'm, I'm not that floored or disappointed by this, but I also really like Dolph Ziggler, so. Right. The Badger to One Jam Beard says, so Manny is NXT Women's Champ, and now Dolph is NXT Champ. What's next? The Hurt Business for NXT Tag Champs? Yes, please. Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin coming down to NXT and working with the young guys is a great, great, great idea. Um, so uh, we got some other ones we're going we're gonna to go through here. Uh, J.W. Pringle says, Tall Paul Elizabeth, I have questions that can't be answered. Why is there air? How many slices of pizza is the perfect amount? Now that Ziggles won the NXT belt, will the main roster acknowledge it? The main roster is going to acknowledge it because it's going to be a storyline on Raw. Um, Paul Hensler says, greetings to the team, Kalex family. It makes sense. Perhaps it's now a rule that we say a big howdy to J.W. Pringle from the entire Elizabeth family. Howdy. I'm part of the Elizabeth family. I can say it. Um, uh, um, the batter to one jam beard says, uh, taking the bus is still going to be cheaper than paying for gas with your firstborn child. I don't know. They raised the price on the bus so they often, do. you know, cause the gas going up but affects I, the buses. I don't drive. So, you know, I, know I you can't after the accident. No, 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 no. After that hit and run, I'm still, <laughs> the people are still looking for me. Um, <laughs> Wanted in three states. Um, that went in a different direction than I thought. It yep, was going it's true. To um, Josh Weaver says, Now I'm scared that WPW's Formage Horseman, Ricotta Flair, Tully Blanchetter, and Parm and Gorgonzola Anderson are going to be signed to NXT. <laughs> I love it. Um, uh, Batted to one jam beard says uh chase you feels like a gimmick they would have tried to give drew gulak but he said no um uh yeah we're talking about bad things that happened during the attitude era how about kane and katie vick or how about not uh how about snitsky pun the baby jake allen has an idea for who was going to play tiffany stratton's dad donald trump and I say no, no, that's not a thing. It's gonna, we're not gonna do that. No, he is a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Um. Nope. Um. <sighs> uh, Swaggle is busy because he's almost his personal cameraman on Raw. Did you see that segment? It was being shot from from underneath the crust of the Earth. <gasps> I did. I forgot they gave us the MTV nineteen ninety four angle. Mm -hmm. Bill says, less Sally Jesse, more Phil Donahue. Oh, yes, of course. Uh, Phil Donahue, he was, th there's no one like the Phil Donahue. No, but I do like those Sally Jesse's glasses. It's true. Uh, Bill's going to be 40 years old in eight Australia days. So next week, we got to throw a party for Bill. It's a billibration. It's a, oh, you. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Mark Losper says, I said it on Sunday. Regal? ROH Tuesdays, please. Man. I might have said offline that I hope NXT 2.0's TV contract gets eliminated and we get to watch ROH instead on Tuesdays. That'd be nice. Uh, uh, James Wardlow! Barnes, 
are we going to get a Kalex Ring of Honor show? If if I'm so excited, if so, War Games. Yes, it would be great. Um, I don't know if you guys know this. I was a fan of Ring of Honor. Yes, you so. were. Uh, Josh Weaver says, first they gave us Camp WWE. Now we have NXT High, the next generation. Um, Jerry Pringle says, Kate likes rules and things make sense. Sorry to say you're in the wrong place. I know. Uh, I liked Ring of Honor. Mark Losper says, the developmental element is the talent. It shouldn't be the writing. That might be acceptable if Vince's nephew on work experience was heading this. Yeah, the writing is so bad. They, They shouldn't be training new writers. Same as special effects. They should not be developed on that either. Bill says, you have my heart, Kate. Aww. Um, uh, th- we got a lot of this is awesome chants. Kim C says, most of tonight's were matches were fun, but everyone's standards of awesome vary, I suppose. Standards yes. may vary. Uh, <laughs> so, happy International Women's Day. Uh, Linda Sheeler and her own Kate uh, Elizabeth. From JW Pringle. Mark Quill says, Hi everyone. Hello, Kate and Alex, and hello, fellow Council of Mark Marks. I hope we're all having a fun party time with our dollary dues. Mark also says, So is this NXT after party also the group meeting for the Council of Mark Marks? I was gonna I was gonna suggest the Mark order, but that's taken. Mark Losper says, as an FYI, this is true, on account of losing a revolution bet to Alex and how cool this community is, I'm gonna donate a hundred dollars. To a Ukraine charity in the name of the Sour Grap Society. We take care of our own and others in this house. This is very true. Um, we yes. have the best people in the world. We do. Like, we really do. Pile Driver Finisher says to, here's Kalex controlling, um, um, uh, maintaining their perspective. Yes. <laughs> That's true. Okay. Let's go. Here we are. Uh, um, narrative, narrative, narrative. Alan Mark says, I'll say it on a super chat. SRS needs a third channel. Fightful Kalex. Just us doing shows literally all day, all the time, apparently. Uh, Sean, Sean would lose his mind, but I'm, I'm in for it. Dan Janoff says, good evening, Linda and Sheeler. I have been listening to AFI since Sunday. Do you think anyone controlled their narrative tonight? Well, some controlled the narrative. Others, not so much. The batted to one Jam Beard says, so I missed what happened to Kate. How did she get hurt before? I personally think she got into a barroom brawl and pulled a haku. Oh, well, it was a combination of things. As you guys know, I am the knife-kissing champion. Yes. And training comes with its with its dangers. I did also fight sharks with freaking laser beams attached to their heads, yep. but I sustained the injury by fighting off multiple bears. Um, we were going to have a match at revolution, but then I got bumped due to my injury. Yes. Um, <laughs> Mark Losper says, uh, congrats to me on the raise. Absolutely well-deserved mate. One of the best to ever do it. And the biggest reason SRS gets my $5 a month. Thank you so much, Mark. You're, you're, you're the best. Um, if I didn't also get reimbursed, Alex would also be the reason that I get my $10 a month reimbursed. Uh, <laughs> Mark Losber is talking about somebody stealing opportunities, but I've lost all context of what that super chat was about. So I'm sorry, Mark, but I'm reading it anyway. Wait, what was it? Uh, they just steal opportunities. That's what he said. Oh, I um, uh, Joey Bag of Donuts says, uh, since William Regal can't say war games, Maybe he can go around the AEW locker room and ask anyone if they want to play board games, <laughs> shoots and ladders, <laughs> Pop cheesy. 
I like that. Everybody's been playing the war part, like yeah. for Ward though. But I you like sunk games. my battleship. Um. So no, I, here we go. <laughs> Jukebox in about three minutes. Um. Let's go. Uh, Ryan Sullivan says, "Did William Regal tell some of his NXT kids he's going to AEW?" I think I think he did, and I think we should hear it for ourselves. There comes a time when when a man must move on, and I am moving on. To lead Brian Danielson and John Moxley in in a stable that will take over all of wrestling, and you're you're free to call or write, but I don't know if I'm ever actually going to uh, uh, <clears throat> see you again. <laughs> Goodbye. Uh, Mark Losper says super chat to explain his other super chat. Oh, you could just send it in with stars next time. Ms Msk is stealing opportunities like John Cena does. Oh yeah, who just signs Finn Balor's contract just, when he, he feels Finn like Balor's it? Contract. Um, here we go. Uh, today's country corner, Tony D's country corner, is "Time Marches On" by Tracy Lawrence, as read by Tony D'Angelo. Put the glasses on. Oh my god! <laughs> Sister cries out from a baby bed, but a in feathers on his head. Mama's in her room learning how to sew. Daddy's drinking beer, listening to the radio. Hank Williams sings Carl Egan, Dear John. Time marches on, time marches on. Now his sister's using rouge and clear complexion soap. Brother's wearing beads. And he smokes a lot of dope. Mama's depressed, barely makes a sound. Daddy's got a girlfriend in another town. Bob Dylan sings like a rolling stone. And time marches on, time marches on. Uh... <laughs> A minute and a half. I'm getting under this damn thing. You got it. Uh, Nerguru says, uh, I am supposed to sing. <clears throat> Nothing from nowhere. I'm no one at all. Radiate, recognize one silent call. As we all form one dark flame. As we all form one dark flame. Yes. Uh, William Regal loves AFI. And finally, <laughs> finally, we're going to get uh, oh no! You lost. Hey, you 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 deleted it. Oh no! Louise, you deleted it. Stop the clock. I need I I I I need that back. I need Linda's supposed to sing a song. You deleted it. Where did it go? Where did it go? There it is. Thank you. Here we go. Everything sucks. Bye. Take us home. Yeah, I'm taking. Here we go. <laughs> this is um this is by request from the Battle of One Jam Beard. This is Linda singing My Heart Will Go On. Every night in my dreams I see you, I feel you. That is how I know you go on. Far across the distance and spaces between us, you have come to show you go on. Near, far, wherever you are, I believe that the heart does go on. Once more, you open the door and you're here in my heart and my heart will go on. So... You got that going for you. Anyway, we got to go. Bye, everybody. Keep cool, gabagool. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.